Yeah, bro, I need a 
Hey, say 
I believe you did. Okay. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit of the living God, take charge over the atmosphere. Demonstrate yourself, even in our midst. Let us know that you are God and that you alone is the in Jesus mighty name Amen Amen Okay Obalaya Itemenokopaya 
Kara di mana kepala? Son telebakor kaya. Kara suten neberkoya. Kara jibadataya. Kabala tapaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Seven. Seven people to avoid, or seven persons to avoid in order to succeed in life, or in order to fulfill destiny. Are you ready? And I said that the purpose of this teaching is to help you to maintain sanity in your belief system. In that there are men that the enemy will set to fight your destiny, and sometimes when these people are set even over your destiny, they distract you of what the Lord wants to do in your life. And if you are not careful, you, you may miss certain things. That is why it is very very important. To mark these people, so you will be careful to avoid them. Because if you do not avoid these people, they may stop you from fulfilling your destiny. And anybody that has the ability to stop you from fulfilling your destiny is somebody you must mark and avoid. So therefore, one of the importance of this teaching is to help you to locate these people even in your life, so that you will have a deeper understanding about how the enemy works to bring you down and to scatter the plan of God concerning your life. I told you the other day that the enemy is so skillful. The Bible used the word the serpent. So the serpent was so subtle. When you say something is subtle, it means that that thing is difficult to detect. That thing is elusive or impalpable. It means that it is something that is dangerous. It is pernicious. It is harmful. It is insidious. And as human as we are in the faith, we must be sensitive in order to expose such 
um, harmful things that may even come to our lives. There are men in our life that are pernicious. In fact, they are insidious. In fact, they are elusive. And if you are not careful, you may not even see them at any angle of your destiny. So the believer have to understand that the skill of the enemy is to deceive you. Like I told you already. Now, one of the way the enemy deceive you by wisdom, the last time I share with you in wisdom, that one of the way the enemy try to deceive you is very tricky. He will talk to men that you have honor with, men that you fear, men that you respect. If the enemy wants you to fall into temptation of adultery or fornication, the enemy will never bring somebody when somebody that you see you wouldn't like. The enemy love to bring something that you like. The enemy will spend time to understand your weakness and your strength. Now, when the enemy begins to find out about your weakness, one of the things the enemy will now begin to do is to use what you like to fight you. So most of the times, the enemy will not come to you to use just anything to attack you. He uses things that you like to fight you. He uses things that you love to fight you. That is why you must be careful on the things you love. Because the things you love, if not added with the wisdom of God, you may be tempted and may be destroyed by, by what you love. Are you following? It is therefore important for the believer to understand that it is not everything you love that you must love. And it is not everything you hate that you must hate. Many people hate fasting, but you must not hate fasting. Many people hate spending more time to pray, but you must not hate it. Many people hate to even go to church, but you must not hate it. So, you see, in life, there are things you will hate, but you must be careful not to hate it. There are things you may not like, but you must be careful not to dislike those things very very important to know and also the other side there are things we love that we must learn not to love there are things we we appreciate but we must learn not to appreciate some of these things are watching of movies some of these things are even staying on our phones some of these things are even having sex without marrying those people some of these things are fornication adultery you may be happy some of these things are betting you may be happy to do them you may even have a scriptural even evidence to back it but people of god if we will stay truthful to ourselves there is a spirit in us and that is the spirit of god who always refine us and redefine us and will always communicate to us that what you are doing is not good you need not anybody to teach you that is what the bible says for the spirit will guide you and will teach you unto all truth nevertheless most people have denied the voice of the spirit listen everybody created by god 
some way somehow there is a communication of your spirit just that we have denied to listen just that we have rejected the voice of that spirit it means that if it is not even for you to only know the scriptures for the scriptures to correct you the spirit in you has the ability to even rebook and correct you and even to teach you the writing people of god i have come tonight that to, to open your eyes to some of these things that the enemy will do in your life to take you to the place where god wants to lift you or to take you to the grounds where god can even bring you to a place of glory a place where god can connect you to your destiny's helpers a place where god can even refine you so you can become a glorious entity these are the things that many people have rejected and many people are so blind that they do not know the scale of the enemy the bible says that we are not ignorant of his devices lest he gains advantage over over us and the bible says for the lack of knowledge my people perish it means that ignorance is the lack of knowledge ignorance is the lack of knowledge and the moment you begin to ignore you begin to perish people of god it is time that you will be enlightened with the knowledge of elohim so that you will be able to bring out any form of darkness paraded against your life but today i prophesy that whatever the enemy has aligned in your destiny to even destroy you by the fire of heaven and by the covenanted name the name jesus let those things be destroyed let those things catch fire in the name of jesus in the name of jesus the bible said who commanded the thing or who said a thing and come to pass when the lord said it not anything our god have not said anything our god have not commanded anybody our god have not placed or position in your life i decree by the fire of heaven let them be exposed in the name of jesus the bible says in the book of us that paul went to a certain place and they begin to gather sticks and they light up the fire and suddenly a serpent came even from the fire and the bible says that the serpent came because of the heat. People of God have come to cause a heat in your family to expose certain friends who have unfriendly friends, certain certain frenemies, but in your life like friends, certain people in your life like brothers and sisters, but these are men that they are wolves in sheep clothing and they are destroying your destiny. They are eating you. Aleba kuparataya. But today I decree by the mandate of heaven, if my God is God, of which I know he is, let my God scatter every plan of the enemy concerning your destiny in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The enemy is elusive. The enemy is impalpable. The enemy is insidious. The enemy is pernicious. The enemy is harmful. But I decree, let the fire that can destroy every harmful thing, every insidious thing, every pernicious thing. Let the fire of heaven consume these things right now from your life. Even as your amen go up louder, may your glory also come up higher. In the name of Jesus, 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 my God. So it is very, very important to understand some of these things or seven persons or seven characters that you must identify to mark them out on your life. Listen, to lose a friend 
Don't be sad to lose a friend, but be sad to lose God. The first friend of a man is the friend called the Holy Spirit. The first lecturer of a man is the lecturer called the Holy Spirit. The first companion of a man is not your wife, but is the Holy Spirit. I searched through the scriptures and I saw the Holy Spirit as a comforter. It means that for a man to set forth anything, for a woman to set forth anything, for anybody to do anything, the Holy Spirit must precede that thing. Am I talking to somebody? So it is very, very important to know these seven persons to avoid in your life so you can succeed in destiny. This is not to cause you to be bitter towards one another. This is not to make you angry even against a brother or a sister. This is not to even make you see somebody as an enemy. Nevertheless, you must mark them out from your life, although you love them, but for the sake of your assignment, there are men you cannot allow in your destiny, and this man must be exposed in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that what communion or what fellowship, I think in the book of Corinthians, say what fellowship has light with darkness? What communion? Have light with darkness. There is no fellowship between you and darkness. The Bible says that you are the light of the world and we are also the salt of the world. So it means that the good part of the world we are, we represent the good things of the world. It means that if you do not stand well, you can lose that good part. Because the Bible says that salt is good. But if it loses its saltiness, it is of no use. It means that salt can lose its saltiness. It doesn't matter how sweet you are, you can lose it. But you will lose it on the ground you fall. You can lose it on the people around you. You can lose it based on the circumstance you find yourself. You can lose it on the condition around your destiny. It means that certain people must be exposed. They will be exposed by some signs that you will see around them. And the number one thing that you must know, or the number one thing that you must mark, is the people called the tail bearers. So 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked with, uh, together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath unrighteousness with unrighteousness? What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. As a man of God, I have learned certain things that everybody cannot be my friend. And this is part of my consecration. No matter how good people are, it is not everybody that can be my friend. No matter how they love me, it is not everybody that can be my friend. No matter how beautiful they may look, it is not everybody that can be my friend. The, the same way, it is not everybody that I can be their friend. It is not everybody that I can be their man of God. There are people they will tell you, you are not my man of God. I don't get offended because I have matured to a level where I don't get offended. 
I've gotten to a level where things do not just move me like that. The only thing that moves me is the Holy Spirit. The only thing that moves me is the provokes of heaven. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? When you become a spiritual entity and you grow to a certain level, it is not every entity that can change your identity. For the entity that can change my identity is the entity called the Holy Spirit. This is not a flesh entity that can even be detected by men, but this is a spiritual entity that is coming from above. And when it is identified in my life, suddenly my identity begins to change. And I prophesy by the manifestation of the Spirit of God in your life, may your identity be transformed people of god be careful with this man because you are not in darkness you have seen light therefore you are not supposed to associate with darkness your only association with darkness is the destroying of darkness you must rather destroy darkness that should be your only encounter when you are about to destroy darkness when you're about to snatch people from the place of darkness that is only the place you have to have an encounter with darkness neither than that you are not supposed to even do that am i talking to somebody this man must be exposed this kind of character must be exposed and if i'm teaching you and you are one you must also re-identify yourself by the leading of the spirit so you will correct these errors that you will not be part of these people am i talking to somebody am i talking to somebody so the first thing that i'm going to talk to you about tonight are the people called the tail bearers who are the tail bearers proverbs chapter 18 verse 8 who are tail bearers Proverbs chapter 18 verse 8. Somebody say who? Somebody shout who? Somebody say who? Somebody say who? Somebody say who? Tail bearers are infectious like TB. TB is tuberculosis. Tail bearers are infectious like TB. The, the cough that will come out, if you are in their midst, you can receive such infection. Amalokopadaya. Tail bearers are like TB. They are like tuberculosis. Anything that comes from their lungs, anything they say, it destroys people. Anything they say, it will cause people to be bitter. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. Are you ready for this scripture? The Bible says that rumors are dainty muscles that sink deep into one's heart rumors other version to cast lot put an end to dispute and decide between powerful contenders other version the words of tail bearer are like tasty trifles and they go down into the inmost body Another version, the words of a whisperer or tail bearer are as dainty muscles. They go down into the innermost part of the body. Another version, TPT, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 8. Gossip is so tasty, how we love to swallow it. Okay, another version. The words of a tail bearer are as wounds and they go down into the innermost part of the belly. 
Another version. Malagadimanagabaya. Are you learning? These are people you must avoid. And if you are one, I will avoid you. If you are one, you must change. The words of a tailbearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost part of the belly. Okay, my TPT is here. The prolific test. The prolific test. The words of a gossip merely reveal the wounds of his own soul, and his slander penetrates into the innermost being. The words of a gossip are swallowed greedily and they go down into a person's innermost being. The words of a whisperer. Anytime you enter into an office, anytime you enter into a place and you could hear people were talking and suddenly they will stop talking, be careful with anybody involved. I have not come to scatter friends. Even Jesus says that I have come so that there will be distraction. There will be issue between a mother or a father and a son. Listen, that was a proverb. Because some of the things, if you know the truth, there will be separation. Separation happens when there is no cooperation. So anytime there is no cooperation, separation happens. And why will I cooperate with somebody? I will cooperate with somebody when I have the same mind with the person. So some of the things that we are teaching you, it will bring separation because it is going to renew your mind from the minds of the other people. If they fail to learn from what you tell them, you cannot cooperate with them and that will bring separation. So failure to cooperate brings separation. Are you following? Now, anywhere you go and you could hear people speaking and suddenly they will stop. There are two things involved. Number one is either you are a gossiper and they don't want you to hear. Number two is either they were talking something in relation to you or they were talking about you that they don't want you to hear. Be careful and make sure you mark those people. Whether you are the issue, you must identify it and mark yourself. Some people stop talking because your entrance to that place can cause chaos. But some of you, you are gossipers. So anywhere you enter, suddenly they will stop. And there are some men that are also talking about you. They are gossiping about you. The moment you enter there, they will stop speaking. People of God, if you are a boss or whoever you are, anytime you enter any place and people stop whatever they are saying, be careful because you may be involved. One day somebody sat with me and the person told me, the person came with his beloved and the person said man of god please i'm coming and the person left his phone it was an apple phone 
and he has put the phone on recording then the holy spirit said the guy just left the phone and he has put in recording he's waiting because he want to set you up whether you will speak to the lady whether you talk about him whether you communicate you communicate something about him or you say something unusual so when the holy spirit now whispered that into me having this wisdom i begin to speak good things and i said oh your guy is good the way your guy is good this guy is very very good this guy is very 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 amazing he's fantastic <laughs> man of god we are being set up every now and then that is why if you're a man of god eh, be careful be careful know how you tread your life people are setting us up i'm telling you people are setting us up they want to just get small error to use it to destroy all that god has built for many years but you cannot destroy a man god has raised i saw a man of god and people put this man of god on a whole television for a whole month the man of god they were just releasing videos about the man of god i don't care whether the man of god was wrong or right but they got even clear evidence about this man of god i thought that was the end of the man of god because they exposed the man of god to a stand that i was thinking nobody's going to even attend his church again it didn't even take a month the man started opening many branches the man started multiplying i said abba it doesn't matter our mistake nobody can stop us I follow people of God. That is why I always tell people it is a waste of time Trying to bring a man of God down is a waste of time. Yes. Anybody that is trying to bring a man of God down or a ministry down is a waste of time. Are you following? Tell bearers the words of a tail bearer are like tasty trifles and they go down into the inmost body now do you know trifles some of you didn't you didn't go to a, a good school so you don't know trifles 
trifles. It sounds like bullets. Yeah, we have a bullet called trifles. Yes. Now, do you know that the word trifle is something of a small importance? Now, I'm coming to open your eyes to how tail bearers are. They are worse are like tasty trifles and they go down into the inmost body now watch this these are things of no value or of little value or little importance so they will keep on telling you this the worst, they will tell you this. They will tell you, they say, oh, we say nyashi. We say nyashi. This is nothing. This is nothing. But before you realize, it has penetrated in your innermost body. As you keep on hearing their words, it becomes like a tasty trifles. Like the bullet one. It enters your body and consumes you. It is like of no importance in the beginning. But if you keep on hearing them, I'm telling you. Yes. So be careful with tail bearers. And listen, I have been in ministry for quite a long time, although very young, because I'm 16 years now. Yes. But these people will give information that brings deformation to your life. Tail bearers are gossipers, not worshippers. And I told you the other day that one of the locations to find tail bearers is the worship or the choir the choir department is one of the places especially when it comes to the church the choir department listen everybody here you go to church and it is very very important to note some of these things among your friends among your colleagues one of the places where you find these tail bearers is the choir You will see tail bearers, gossipers, gossiping about the man of God, gossiping about church members, gossiping about certain people. When you are in the choir, even when you are a man of God and you are in the choir and you are not careful, you become a gossiper. But may God raise a standard. May God raise a standard. That even when people 
are saying all kinds of things, they will stand alone and they will say, No, we don't accept this kind of shit. We won't accept this kind of shit. <laughs> Oh, Lord, help me. Thank you, Father. Let me cool down. Tell bearers they gossip to sow the seed of strife and bitterness in order to cause separation between people. Yes, Mami Adwa. Uh, is this Mami Adwa, my my own daughter, Mami Adwa? That word had, has no proper replacement, Daddy. Exactly. Yes. Okay, Mami. Tell bearers. They gossip to sow the seed of strife and bitterness in order to cause separation. Please write this note down. It will help you. Tail bearers. And I said that I'm going to write a book about tail bearers. Tail bearers. The church tail bearers. The mystery of tail bearers. Part 1, part 2, part 3, part 4, part 5, part 6, part 7, part 8, part 9, part 10, part 100. Tailbearers. <clears throat> Tailbearers are naturally liars in nature. They are liars in nature. They know how to lie. And I showed you the other day the strategy of a tailbearer. One of the strategies the tailbearer uses is this. Now watch this. A tail bearer will come to you when a tail bearer wants to destroy somebody that you are connected to. When a tail bearer wants to destroy something that you are connected to. When a tail bearer wants to be in the same place with you or destroy you. These are the strategies. And the first strategy I shared with you is the wolf in sheep clothing. Yes. And I said, the Bible says that we should be careful because there are wolves in sheep clothing. They have covered themselves. So they will now come to you as a sheep. What do I mean? Let me break it down. Tail bearers will come to you and they will make themselves like you. They will begin to care so much about you. Everything they will do will be so sudden. Matthew chapter 7 verse 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly, they are ravening wolves. And that is how tail bearers are. They are like false prophets. 
So these are liars, naturally liars, because their beginning, their plan is to lie their nature, is to lie their identity. So you will not see them and you will not be able to identify them if you are not discerning. These people are able to even confuse pastors, are even able to confuse leaders, even prophets, even seers, tailbearers. Tailbearers comes to you. And when they come to you, one of the things they do is to make themselves like you. They will begin to care, check up on you. They will call you every now and then. They will check up on you. They will ask you. Some of them will even go to a stand of even giving you a job. Tell bearers. Some of them will even go to the stand of even giving you money. They will do anything to win your heart before they begin to lie or create a seed of discord even in your life. Are you learning? Now, learn this strategy and you will be able to expose even yourself. If you are terrible, you will expose yourself and you will change. Yes. Because it's it's an evil disease. Tailbearers are gossipers. They can lie. They can gossip about people. And most at times, tailbearers, they have evidence. This evidence, when presented to you, you will believe it. Tailbearers come to you and they have clear evidence. Look at what I told you. You came with your lady. And you want me to pray for you. You came with your issue. And you set me up by putting your phone there. Telling me you are going out to do something. You come back and you put your phone there. To get me to say something. If I am a Rastafarian. I could have smashed the phone. After recording evidence. The Lord show, 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 show me mercy. Tail bearers. They gossip to sow the seed of strife and bitterness in order to cause separation between people. So one of the assignments is to bring separation. Listen, I told you the last time that all that they want to do is to separate you from certain things that the Lord wants to do in your life. Is to separate you from certain people that the Lord has set in your life. It is to separate you from certain environment the Lord has set you there. If you are not careful and you follow tail bearers, they will destroy your destiny. Tail bearers are liars. Even whilst church is going on, tail bearers will continue to change and interpret the teachings of the man of God. Tailbearers will always assume that whatever the man of God is saying, he's saying it because of somebody. So when you are sitting with them in the church, when a message is going on, tailbearer will tell you, you see, I told you, you see that the pastor is using your, 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 
your character to teach. You see, your, pa- your pastor is preaching because of you. You see, he has heard something. That's why he's using you to teach. You know all of these things. That is how. Somebody say, hey, Pastor George. You know, so you know this thing. Yeah, I know, pa. Tail bearers are like that. Wow's messages are going on that people are learning. People are repenting. Tail bearers will cause you to be offended. They will cause you to be offended at those messages. Listen, it is very, very important to know these tail bearers in your life so that you will be careful because your destiny will always be linked to something that will lift you. Your destiny, God will connect you to certain ministry. God will connect you to certain man of God. But if you continue to give heed to tail bearers, you will destroy your life. Some of you, because of tail bearers, some friends have been in your life for so many, many years. But one action or by, but, but one word from a tail bearer, one evidence or one proof, you have cut off 10 years of friendship with somebody who loved you just the way you are you believe somebody who came with only one evidence to prove something to you sometimes it doesn't matter the evidence people hold never be moved say although you have evidence but my friendship with this person is greater than evidence my love for this person is greater than what you can show me Tell them on their face. Don't be afraid to lose them. Tell bearers. So when they come to you, they have an agenda. But first of all, they will build friendship with you. That's how tail bearers are. You think the enemy is stupid? You think the enemy is not wise? A tail bearer will suddenly become your friend. He will begin to find all that you need. A tail bearer will begin to go every mile. To bring that what you need. He will fight with you. A tail bearer will stand with you. She will be that beautiful sister. For just a few moments. She will be that beautiful friend. For just a few moments. Don't get me wrong. There are people that. How they are they are to you. Is real. But be discerning to know a tail bearer. Their actions are so sudden. When they come to your life. And you are not careful. They will destroy your destiny. They will begin to show you so much love. Now, when a tail bearer begins to see that they have won your heart, now when they won your heart, or when they win your heart, one of the things they will begin to do is to now bring evidence of people who love you, people who care for you, people that you are supposed to be connected to, an environment that you are supposed to even find yourself. They will begin to bring all kinds of information and this information is to deform you listen be careful with what information people give to you tail bearers their information is to deform you they will tell you things for you to be offended in fact they will tell you things to cause you to become bitter tail bearers will not leave but they will cause you to leave. Be careful. These are there are a lot of signs you can see around them. Tail bearers at times may not even offend the person they are talking about in the open. 
they may show them respect they may honor them but at their back they will begin to say all kinds of things even to you and they say this thing not because they wish to say it but the enemy is using them as a channel to destroy your destiny when you see that mark them out from your life and pray for them Somebody say in the name of Jesus. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. I will not be a tail bearer in the name of Jesus. Every tail bearer in my life disappear now in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 13. Whoever gossips gives away secret but whoever is trustworthy in spirit can keep a secret so there is no spiritual man that is a gossiper <laughs> this is my quote can i repeat it there is no spiritual man that is a gossiper Every gossiper is a carnal person. No spiritual man is a gossiper. There is no spiritual person who is a tail bearer. Every gossiper is a carnal person. There is no spiritual man that is a gossiper. Every gossiper is carnal. Proverbs. Chapter 11, verse 13. Whoever gossips gives away secret, but whoever is trustworthy in spirit can keep a secret. Spiritual men are secretive. Carnal men are gossipers. Spiritual men are trustworthy. Carnal men cannot be trusted. Are you following? You are a man of God, but you sit down and, and gossip about another man of God with members. You are sowing a seed that eight harvest will be reaped in your own house. 
Remember that everything we do is a seed we are sowing. And we will harvest it. Don't sow a seed that you cannot harvest. Mm. Are you following? There are people that give out sensitive informations with evidence. And if you are not careful, this information can deform your destiny. And I've been telling you, tail bearers will set even people up. Sometimes they will bring their phone and they'll put it on recording. A certain lady, because I don't want to use the word Osofumame. A certain lady, because Osofumame will not do that. A certain lady called a man of God and put her phone on recording just to record the man of God as an evidence. Till be rest. And this is a wife of a man of God called another man of God and put phone on recording. What at all are you recording? If you're a man of God, if you're a leader or whoever you, you are, now even talking on phone is not safe. You will say certain things jokingly and people will record you and they will send it. I've seen people that somebody like me. That is why I am plain on this. I tell people I love you and I'll just leave it because that has been my culture. I will speak to my son, son, I love you so much. Daughter, I love you so much. If you are not careful, I learned that if you are not careful, people, if people want to destroy you, they will take that small portion. You say, look at the man of God told me he loves me. And they will neglect all their conversations. Yes. Still bearers are dangerous. But they are very subtle. And most of these people are found in the choir. Anytime you go in the choir, you will begin to see tail, a lot of tail bearers. Tail bearers are found mostly in the choir. They are gossipers. And most of them are liars. They try to bring separation. But one of the things about tail bearers is that a tail bearer will come and will tell you everything, but they themselves, they will not leave. They will tell you to leave. They will tell you to be offended. They will tell you certain things to cause you to be offended. They will tell you, listen, even in basic terms, you are not supposed to be offended at anybody because the church the, the 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 gathering of the saint it doesn't belong to anybody it belongs to god are you learning are you growing and are you glowing if if you are growing and you are glowing say yes 
are you rebuked by the Spirit or by these teachings? Yes. So if you see most people that are arrogant, full of pride, that nobody can correct them in any department of life, it is also a sign that these men or these kind of people may be a tailbearer. Tail bearers mostly are highly respected. Tail bearers are mostly highly exalted. So you go to, example, in a church, you go to a church and you see that these people that have that spirit, that character, these people that are tail bearers, you see that people respect them because most of these people are so close to leadership. Most of these tailbearers are so close to the man of God. Most of these tailbearers knows a lot about the church. Most of these tailbearers knows a lot about the company. They know even the house of the CEO. Most of these tailbearers know a lot. They have evidence. So they are highly respected. Because some of these tailbearers, the man of God himself, have exalted on the pulpit. Most of these tailbearers, the man of God have mentioned their name several times and acknowledge them. So when they come and they speak to you, you listen. You listen because of the biases of the honor you have for them. May God help us. Am I exposing the devil? If you could feel that I'm exposing the devil, shout yes. That is why, even among my sons and daughters, I always tell them, let Christ be the standard. Me, as your father, I'm not your standard. You imitate me so long as I imitate Christ. The day I stop imitating Christ, stop imitating me and pray for me. Because I can be very wrong the same way tail bearers, most of them are leaders. And because of the biases of leadership and the honor you have for leadership, and because of what we have taught you concerning the respect you must give to your man of God, the honor, loyalty, and disloyalty, faithfulness, and all these messages, because of that, the devil will also use it and take advantage over that. That you have been taught of loyalty. You have been taught of honor. You have been taught of faithfulness. So if, if your pastor is telling you to do this thing. Then do it. If your pastor is telling you that. Then do it. So the, the biases of the level they find themselves. Will even. Deceive you. Yes, the enemy is wise. He will never come to you with a bony face. He will come to you with a beautiful face. When the enemy wants to attack a strong man, he will use another strong man. When the enemy wants to attack somebody, he will use something you so respect, something you so honor, something you cannot reject, something you cannot deny. It would take discernment. If it wasn't discernment, Jesus wouldn't have known 
that Satan had entered Peter. Who thought that Peter, a major disciple of Jesus, could have been um, um, captured by demonic spirit? He was possessed. A whole Peter. So be careful who you listen to. Tail bearers are dangerous. They are skillful. They come to you and they love you. They come to you and begin to ask you, are you working? Don't get me wrong. When people ask you, are you working? It's not because, it's, it, don't conclude that they are tail bearers. The same to know. These people will find out as if they want to help you. But most of the tail bearers, they cannot help you. And they will not even help you. But they want to drive you out from where God is taking you. Tail bearers will begin to highlight on the negativities in a company, in an environment, in a church, or in a platform. Tail bearers always see the wrong things. They do not see the good things. Are you learning? Tail bearers talk negatively about leadership, but do not even give them an idea as to how they are supposed to solve things. Tail bearers love to condemn the voice of leadership. Tail bearers are opposers of what is good. Tail bearers always have an idea different from the idea of leadership. Tail bearers are self-centered. They are selfish. And their decision is always selfish. And that is why the believer must be built up to a level where you know whatever you are doing. You must carry your own revelation. You don't have to allow anybody to tell you that this is good, this is bad. The Bible says you need nobody to tell you for the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Don't be a tail bearer. The Holy Spirit must teach you and guide you in life. A tail bearer will always causes, cause people to rebel. Tail bearers are disobedient people. They are rebellious people. And rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. So tail bearers are like witchcraft. Are you following if you give attention to tail bearers, you will miss the gospel and attract battles. Tail bearers. Tail bearers doesn't have anything good to tell you about a man of God. Tail bearers always want to cause confusion in a place, in a workplace, in business. Or every environment that they may find themselves. Tail bearers are never satisfied with the opinions of leaders. Tail bearers. 
before a tailbearer will come to you to deceive you, it means that you are on your way to fulfill destiny and you are getting close in achieving something. So the devil uses them to stop you. Tailbearers do not just talk to anybody, they talk to specific people. Mm. Anything that do not build you up after hearing is not from God. Sorrow demon. Are you learning? In the name of Jesus. Now, number two. Number two. People with narcissistic culture. People with narcissistic culture. That is what we call narcissism. Now, the word narcissistic is the word self-love and self-absorption. Absorption. They are unrealistic. And they have little regard for other people. Be careful with such people. These are people that have an inflated idea of themselves. They feel too important and treat others with contempt. These people to them, nobody is important. Only them. Everything is centered around them. They love themselves. And this one is a dangerous thing because scripture have it. That in the end day, men shall be lovers of themselves. Second mm. Timothy chapter 3 verse 2. Scripture says, For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, untimeful, unholy. These are the cultural realities of a Of a narcissist. Yes, somebody who practices narcissism. Yes. People with narcissistic culture, they are selfish. They love themselves that nobody opinion. When when you find these people in your meeting, you see that even if you talk, it will not be taken. Their personality is marked by self-love and self-absorption. Unrealistic views about your own qualities and little regard for others. They don't care. To them, their opinions are final. 
Be careful with such men. Because if you are not careful with such men, you will be destroyed. Because they feel too important and treat others with contempt. And if you stay around such people, they can make you feel worthless in life. And this will not help your life. This will not help your destiny. Because these people will not let you see the good part of your destiny. These people will not help you to know your potentials. So if you find these people in your ministry, in your workplace, in your platform, they always feel big that everybody is too small. And when you rebook such people, they are so proud and arrogant. They are all-knowing. They know everything. Like they, To them, everything about them is perfect. But everything about other people is not good. Narcissism. They are always right. Yes, Kuma family, God bless you for joining. Man of God, I love you so much, man of God. Don't be a narcissist. Yes. This narcissistic behavior is destroying a lot of people. They love themselves. Such people, one of the things that stand out on such people is that number one, they hate instruction. They don't want to be instructed by anybody. They do what they hate is to control their life. They hate it. They can even tell you. That in life, there is nobody like leader. There is nothing like father. There is nothing like... They are narcissistic. They don't want any principle and protocol in life. To them, they are by themselves. And they are by the, the, themselves. They don't need any help of any man. They hate instructions you don't want to follow any instruction be careful with such people are you following yes Proverbs chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. Can somebody help me? And somebody should also help me with Psalm 50, verse 17. The proud, Proverbs chapter what? Okay. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers 
or incline my ear to my instructors. I am at the brink of altar room in the assembled congregation. People who hate instruction will enter into an altar room. And then finally, you admit that you were wrong and say, if only I had listened to the wisdom voice and not stubbornly demanded my own way because my heart hated to be told what to do. That is how these people are. This is a narcissistic behavior. They hate instruction. And later when they, will, they will feel that they are not saying that, oh God, oh God, why is that fellow I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you, I didn't tell He told me to bring the white man to my house. Pastor please, can you do it other day? Other day? I want to do it other day because I will be there other day. I You heard it. But you are arrogant, you are proud. Man of God, Papa Danfopa, you are welcome, Papa. I love you, sir. God bless you for joining, Papa. Second Chronicles chapter 36, verse 16. But they continually mock the messengers of God despised his words and scoffed at his prophet until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people. Until there was no remedy. Listen, if you despise instruction, there will be no remedy for you. The Bible says that in Proverbs 1 verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. It is only a fool that despises instruction. People who are narcissistic, they despise instruction. And that's the first thing they hate. They hate instructions. Number two, they hate accountability. So such people avoid them because anybody who is not making accountability in their life, who is not accountable in, in, in their life, is not going anywhere. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Somebody should help me. I want somebody who will be fast posting the scriptures for me. Romans 14, 12. Hebrews 4, 13. Mm. So then... Each of us shall give account of himself to God. So people who hate accountability, 
they are not going anywhere. Hebrews 4.13 And not a creature exists that is conceived from a sight, but all things are open and exposed, naked and defenseless, to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Other version we say we have to give accounts. Of whom we must give accounts. Yes. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one will be found faithful or trustworthy. That word there, it must come to accountability. When you are able to be accountable, you are found faithful and wealthy. Yes, the Caribbean spirit is working in a queer. My God, so fast. So I said number two is what? Accountability. Okay. Number three. They hate counsel. And I'm a man of God. Nobody counsel me. You know, my level in the spirit. Nobody counsel me. Who do you think you are? If you're a man of God, you humble yourself, you will listen to the people and you will discern whether what they are saying is from God or not. Sometimes I sit down to listen to people. I'm tired, pa, but I'm listening. I have to. I have no option. And when I'm done, whilst they are speaking, I am discerning. What they are saying, is it true? What they are saying, is it true? Yes. Narcissistic culture. They hate instruction. They hate accountability. And number three, they hate counseling. Who can counsel these people? To them, they are the great men. To them, nobody counsel them. Nobody can advise them. And most of this behavior, it is also seen in ladies who God have lifted. Yes. And if you are part, please repent. It is seen in ladies that have positions. Most of, most of these things, it is seen among ladies that have positions. And some of these things, you can still find find some of these things in the choir. The key is right. The key is right. The keyboard this is telling you what we're singing was wrong. You messed their rehearsal up. He said, no, 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 no. You are wrong. You are wrong. Hey, sister. Narcissistic behavior. At your workplace, there is a boss there that knows a lot. This boss can help you. This boss can even introduce you to great companies. Your boss is all, all, only at that company because she is the boss. But your boss has many great companies that can pay you well. But because of your narcissistic behavior, your boss cannot introduce you to anybody. There are some people, if one of my sons come from abroad to marry, some, so, sometimes my sons, they will be like, Daddy, 
I need a lady to marry. And they believe whatever I tell them. There are some people I can point them that, my daughter, please, you looking at how you serve and how your character is and how I've identified certain things and known you for some time. I can just give you to them, simple like that. Yes. You think people marry because they meet. It's a lie. It doesn't matter how people say it. It's a lie. <laughs> AC baby says me. Amen. Narcissistic culture. I hope you people are learning. If you're a young man of God, please note some of these things. It will help your ministry. If, if, if you are a CEO, if you have businesses, no matter who you are, write some of these things down. It will help you. So you can identify these kind of people. If you are one to you, change. So anytime anybody, if you tell them to give accounts and the person try to go here and there, that person have a narcissistic behavior. They love themselves. They play, they have some self-important spirit. To them, they are important than anybody. Look at the trick also here. You know, all the field I've been giving you a trick. I give you the trick in tailbearers, and I'm going to give you a trick in narcissistic culture. Now, this is their trick. These people, eh? They will be good to you. But before they will be good to you, they want you to be a beggar to them. So their good to you is, is for you to see them as bigger than you. Are you getting it? So always they want to be the boss so that you will always be begging from them. It is a narcissistic behavior. Anything that take away their prideness, they will fight that thing. Anything that deal with their authority, anything that deal with how big they want to look like, they will fight it. Narcissistic culture. So that is their trick. They will be helping you. But the time they see that you have been lifted up, the time that they will see that, hey, this guy is also now doing well. They hate it. Some of these things even happen in ministry. Some are brothers, some are fathers and sons, fathers and daughters. When they see that you are doing well, an example is even Saul and David. When they see that you are doing well more than them, instead of them to be even happy that this one is coming from my loins, this one is my own daughter, this one is my own son, they begin to fight it. 
to them they must always be the head and also the tail anywhere there will be recognition their name must be there narcissism these people they love themselves the realities of a narcissist number one they love themselves it is one of the personality disorders in psychiatry wow wow god bless you papa wow they are lovers of themselves number two they are lovers of money do you know why they love money because money command power so when they have money they can be big than any other but uh, other person when they have money they can control people they have they want the ability to control to take over narcissism number three they are boasters a narcissist person love to boast they boast number four they are proud they are proud yeah to them they are proud number five they are blasphemous do you understand the word blasphemous who is a blasphemer they don't respect at all anything that is beautiful in the church anything that is glorious in the business these people will speak against it without respect without honor they blaspheme everything Can I continue number six? This is a cultural reality. And I said number one, cultural reality of a narcissistic person. Number one, they are lovers of themselves. Number two, they are lovers of money. Number three, they are boosters. Number four, they are proud. Number five, they are blasphemous. Or blasphemous, like the guy said. Number six, they are disobedient to parents or to leaders. Number six, disobedient. In fact, they don't care about any leader. They don't respect parents. They don't respect leadership. I 
avoid such people otherwise you will destroy your christian life people of god i beg you by the mercy of god anytime you see people who disrespect parent who can insult parent who can insult leaders please run from them because there are curses on them they can impose such curses on your life I said there are three things they hate and and one of the things they hate is instruction the second one is they hate accountability and the third one they hate counsel and there are things that are cultural realities even to them i said number one they are lovers of themselves number two they are lovers of money number three they are boosters number four they are proud number five they are blasphemous number Six, they are disobedient to parents. They don't respect parents. Anybody who doesn't respect parents, you are cutting your life short. Number seven, they are unthankful. Unthankful. These people are ungrateful human beings. Because to them, whatever they do is the best. So they do not appreciate anybody at all. To them, it is only that what they do that is good. Apart from that, they don't appreciate anything that you do for them. Cultural realities of a narcissist. If you are an Ashanti, you say small small, you say a narcissist. Who is calling me now? This person is a narcissist. Why is it that I'm doing church and you are calling me? This is one of the narcissist narcissism. Mm. I'm doing church and you are calling me. Are you learning? Yes. They are unthankful. They are ungrateful. 
They forget so easily. It doesn't matter what you have done for them. Once it is in their mouth, they remember. They forget so easily. But they want people to remember all that they do for them. Narcissism. Narcissistic culture. Yes. Some of these people are in the church. Man of God, you are good. Man of God, you are good. You give them something. Man of God, you are good. Man of God, you are good. The day you don't get that thing and give to them. We've been in this church. Nobody care about us. Nobody give us anything. You don't even care about us. You are driving the best cars. You are living in the best houses. Look at your house. So nice. Last time we visited your house. It was so nice. Look at your food. So many meats. More meat on your food. Look at your wife. Look at your wife back. Everything flesh, flesh. But us, we are only eating bones. Jesus. <laughs> you think I'm lying? Uh, you don't know. These people avoid. They are self-centered. They don't care about anybody. They are around us. They are also believers. They believe in Jesus too. They are also in the church. They are your sisters. They are your brothers. They are your pastors. They are your leaders. And they have this narcissistic culture. They love themselves. They love money. They are boosters. They are proud. They are blasphemous. They are disobedient to leaders. And they are unthankful. One of the things that me, anybody around me will tell you, I don't forget anybody, no matter what you do for me. I, I don't forget. Anything you do for me, a time will come, you will be there and I will send you a message. Please, God bless you for what you did for me. I keep reminding people of how grateful I am to them. And I say it from my heart. It doesn't matter their relationship, even their now relationship with me, what they are doing wrong or what they are doing good. It doesn't matter. I remember the good thing they did for me. Don't be a narcissist. They are unthankful because they don't appreciate anything you do for them. When I was a young pastor, I wanted to do things to help everybody. I wanted to make everybody happy. I wanted to make sure that everybody would be okay. I tried my best, but I saw that there are some people you can cut your head even for them. It will never be enough. I saw how many men of God are dying early and their members do not even remember them again. Although they were not doing ministry for them to be remembered. But at least, as human as we are, there are some people they have done a lot for us that we wish they can remember us. You've done a lot for them by the special grace of God. But these people will not remember you. 
So when I saw that, I said, I will do what I am born to do, what I am instructed to do, what I am led to do, what I am provoked or tied to do. I will not kill myself. Yes. That was when I learned to forget about who is causing me pain, who is not I learned that thing. It has a negative effect though, but it is okay. Because if you don't do that, you will die before your time and these people will be still be there. You cannot satisfy anybody because a person with narcissistic culture can never be satisfied. You cannot satisfy an ungrateful person, an unthankful person. You can't. And the last thing about them is that they are unholy. Everything they do is filled with wickedness. They are not consecrated. Human needs are insatiable. God bless you. You cannot satisfy humans. They are corrupt. And they have been committed to unrighteous acts. They are wicked and sinful. They call themselves children of God. But it would have been better if they have stayed in the pit of hell. I pray for you. Let any form of narcissism be exposed from your life in the name of Jesus. Number three, people with bad influence. People with bad influence. These are people that can contaminate your morality by virtue of negative and ungodly lifestyle. They can contaminate your morality. You begin to work with these people and the things they share with you, the things they tell you, the things they communicate communicate with you, it has destroyed a lot of things. The Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners, corrupts good morals. So these are people with bad influence and they contaminate your morality by virtue of negative and ungodly lifestyle. Their lifestyle will contaminate you. Run from people whose influence can destroy you if you want to succeed in life. Run from them. Bad influence. All that they tell you is negative. They influence you in a negative way. Be with people who have good influence. They influence you to pray. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupt good habits. Be careful with such bad influence. Number four. People with entitlement mentality. These are people that feel they deserve everything you have. Even when you are not in position to give them. This set of people just feel you owe them. So they put pressure on you. They feel that everything is this. They have entitlement mentality. 
And you are a man of God, you have to help us. 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 You have to help who? When they come to church, and we come to clean the church, the church has to pay us. Really? So you are not going to church because of the church, because of God. You are going to church as a worker to be paid. That is what you mean. It's not wrong if the church decides to give you something. But if you have a mindset, an entitlement mentality, that you have to come to church so that the church will give you money, just look at this. Yes. So they have entitlement mentality. And most of these people are mostly workers in especially when in the field of church they are workers in the church most of them were at the grassroots of the church the foundation of the church and we started the church we start by now you are supposed we started the church they have entitlement mentality i've come to tell you the church doesn't belong to anybody it is god's kingdom hmm. Number five. Avoid yes man. Somebody say yes man. Yes and hyphen man. Avoid yes man. Avoid yes man. Do you know yes man? These are people that will never tell you when you are wrong. Sometimes you have these people and you are happy. And this person, he laughs in you. You see, everything is right. Everything is right. You are an idiot. You are a fool, like the Bible says. Oh, yeah, Autopiloting. <laughs> Let's ask our granny Annie here. Granny Annie will tell you. The reason why those people, they live long and they do a lot. They are doing a lot in life. Granny Annie is now seeing her third generation or let's say second generation. She has given birth and her children have also given birth. And those children are also about to also marry and give birth. And she will surely see her third generation in Jesus' name. Now, if you ask them, these are people that work with people that were not afraid to reboot them when they were wrong. Listen, be around a genuine and honest man who will tell you you are wrong. My brother, you are wrong. They will not go and say it at your back. They will come to you. Ishraba, you are wrong. I know certain people, you cannot advise them. There are some people, they are too big to advise. There are some people, when you advise them, they become so much offended. Sometimes I don't understand. They become so much offended. Of offended. You cannot advise certain people. You can't. Me, as a man of God, there are some people. That I'm, I'm even afraid to talk to them. Hey, many why? 
Because I tried it, it didn't work. The way they did themselves, no? Hmm. I'm afraid to advise certain people. I cannot advise certain people. Yes. There are certain people I can never advise, no matter who they are. I can't. Because they are too big. They are too big to be advised. Even some of us as men of God, we allow people to talk to us. Sometimes people think we are only spirit. But we've made them know that we are human, humans too. They should feel free and advise us. Who do you think you are? These are people that will never tell you you are wrong. Yes, men. Everything, yes. Everything, yes. Everything, yes. They are people that will always sugarcoat you. They will be around the man of God and they cannot tell the man of God the truth. Telling the man of God the truth is not speaking in disrespect or dishonor, but speaking with all humility, seeing it as an opportunity to help perfect that person. Some people, the reason why some people do not listen to you is because of the way you talk, the way you want to correct. You don't correct fathers. You go to them and you talk to them as sons and daughters, as children. I talk to my father. I have a way to talk to my father. He is my father, but I talk to him. Why? Because he is not only my father, but he's my man of God. And I am not only his son, I am also his pastor. He made me so. God used him to make me so. So if he made me a pastor over his people, his church, it means that I have to also make sure that there are things I can talk to him about. My sonship should not create fear that when something is going on wrong, I shouldn't be able to say it. But you don't call it as correction. I don't correct father. I can give my counsel to a father i can share my idea with a father and i don't correct a father are you following but some of us we are father for many people nevertheless i told my sons and daughters that when i am wrong they should correct me this is my own decision that i told them when i am wrong they should correct me this is my personal idea. It may not be an idea for every man of God, but I told them when I am wrong, they should tell me face to face, they should correct me. Not in an insult manner, but in a respectful manner. Are you following? Okay. So these people, when they are around you, they will sugarcoat everything. Even when you are in error, these people will not tell you the things that are wrong. They will sugarcoat. Hey, they would, you see, you would think they love you. They are killing you. You don't know. Oh, Jesus, don't go and die. Don't go and die. Why do you want to go and die? Don't die. But they don't know that Satan was speaking through Peter. 
Be careful with yes men. Avoid yes men. They will not let you know your weakness so you can build strength. Avoid yes men. Such people are destructive to the success of your destiny. Number six. Avoid ungrateful people. These are people who are bankrupt of gratitude. Even when they see your effort in their life, they feel too big to say thank you. There are people I give them money. Some of them I don't know them. And you don't know any, some, somebody. You are doing it because God instructed or you are doing it because you are moved. Or you are doing it because you are generous. And you give to them. Sometimes you take thousand cities, two thousand cities, you give to somebody you don't know. And the person will only type, thank you. You don't expect them to praise you. But sometimes the way they say thank you, as if what you did wasn't enough for them. When you live your life like that, listen, great people, great people will depart from you. When anybody does anything for you, let them have a feel that you do appreciate it. Listen, I am a human being. There are people I will never help unless God tells me to do so. Yes. And I say this with all humility. If I have the means, there are certain people, no matter what, I will never help. There are many people that are grateful. There are many people that their heart is filled with gratitude. I'll help them. There are people you will fast 14 days, 21 days for them. And because you don't tell them, these people, one mistake, they will sit somewhere and they will destroy you. One thing you will do, these people, they will forget every good thing you did for them. Ungrateful people, avoid them. These people will never appreciate you. You see, I know a lot of these things because I have gone through it. There are people I fasted for. There are people I pray for. Not because I am selling those things. But these are things that as a man of God, God has ushered me to do it. And you do all of these things for these people. And one error, one mistake. Even you, you are not supposed to be offended by the mistake or by certain things your man of God will do. But these people will even ignore and forget that you are the person that prayed for them. You are the person that stood in for them. And they will begin to be offended and be ungrateful, unthankful. It's painful. Ungrateful people, they are dangerous. It doesn't matter what to stretch for them. They will never give you thanks. They will never appreciate it. Amen. The battle is of the Lord. Amen. Amen, Obema. May you also live long. Amen. Now, why am I teaching you this? I, I first told you that you have to be careful not to become some of these things. And also, you have to be careful if your life is surrounded with people that have these characters. 
lest they destroy your destiny. Ungrateful people are corrupted. They are wicked. They are evil. Be careful to walk with ungrateful people because you will do good to them. One mistake, they will lash you everywhere. They will lash you everywhere. They will forget everything you did for them. Ungrateful people. They are bankrupt of gratitude. Even when they see your effort in their life, they feel too big to say thank you. Yes. Ungrateful people are insatiable. You can never satisfy them. Are you following? Yes. Ungrateful people are never satisfied. They never appreciate what you do. They never see any importance of your hard labor for their lives. They easily forget all that they can remember. It's one error you do against them. Ungrateful people are good or they have good memory of your past mistakes, but they don't have good memory of your past goodness to them. As I'm teaching, somebody say, oh, Pastor George, oh, Pastor George, Pastor George, I know some of you, you are going through pain because of ungrateful men. Don't worry. That's why we are teaching this. Don't be one. And if you find somebody who is ungrateful around you, they may push you to become wicked towards another. If you allow ungrateful people to stay around you for long, a time is coming, you will be very arrogant. Avoid such people. Avoid them. Otherwise, they will distract you. They will distort your, your heart. They will distort generosity in your life. Yes. Many people have been afflicted by ungrateful people. And I said they have good memories of bad deeds done to them in the past. But not of the goodness of the past. Ungrateful people. 
Now, ungratefulness is something that God even hated. God hates ungratefulness. You know that? Yes. Jesus, even in the scriptures, healed ten lepers. It is only one that came back and gave thanks. And Jesus said, where are the other nine? Was it not ten lepers that was you? Where are the other nine? But I say to you, you are now made whole. So it means that ungrateful people, their end is dangerous. Sometimes they they advantage because you have give you you've given them certain kind of um 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 opportunities and they think that is all. But remember, if they do not come back and give thanks, they will be stuck in the way. And they will be in your they they they, they, they they will love to have your help even in the way, but there will be no help for them. Ungratefulness. When we are not actively grateful, we leave space for discontent to flourish. And this can detract from our mental well-being. You push people away. Yes. Ungratefulness. Ungratefulness. Let's be grateful, O people of God. Whatever anybody does for you, be grateful. Psalm 28, verse 5. Consequences of ingratitude. Consequences of ingratitude. Psalm 28, verse 5. Number one, it destroys your future. Because they do not regard the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up. Look at the word. They, because they have no respect for the works of the Lord, that is ingratitude. They did not remember. So it destroys your future. Number two, your blessing is turned into a curse. Malachi chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. These are the consequences of ingratitude. Your blessing is turned into curse. Malachi chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Yes. Your blessings is turned into curse. Malachi chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. If you will not hear and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory to my name, listen on, 
if you will not hear and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory to my name says the lord of hosts then i will send the curse upon you and i will curse your blessings so it means that blessings can be cursed my god some of you your blessings are cursed because of ungratefulness so something that is supposed to be a blessing to you it has become a curse because god gave that blessing to you so that you will be thankful to him but because you were not thankful he has cursed the blessing ah this is so deep i never knew blessings can be cursed so suddenly you were blessed with a car a car and the car now turned into curse you were blessed with a house and the house now turned into a curse because you were ungrateful somebody gave you a whole money to buy a house you bought the house and now you have become ungrateful to that person you see, one day, the house caught fire. Every document of your house got burned. Ungratefulness. That blessing can become a curse. Be careful. Number three. You live with unwholesome condition. You cannot walk holy. Psalm 138 verse 8. Let's read together. You live with what unwholesome conditions? Psalm one thirty-eight verse eight. Consequences of ingratitude. May God help us all. Avoid these people because you see it is infectious. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. The Lord will do what? Perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy and loving kindness. O Lord, endure it forever. Forsake not the works of your own hand. Yes. So there, is, there are things in your life. There are things in your life that must be perfected but the moment you become unthankful those things will never be perfected so you begin to start you are living in an unwholesome condition your life will be unstable as water hmm. and the last point point number four consequences of ingratitude it diminishes what you had already been blessed with it diminishes what you had already been blessed with because you didn't give thanks whatever you were blessed with suddenly that thing disappeared Yes. Are you learning? 
bora dima na baya tele mene ka padaya to sidi mene ka padaya So be grateful with what people do for you. Be thankful. Appreciate every good act of people towards your life. Now get your mantles ready. Point number 7 and that's the last point. Avoid people who fake everything. Avoid people who fake everything. Nothing truthful and real can come out of fake people. Fake people are liars. These are set of people that live a counterfeited reality of themselves. Their life is a counterfeit. They are not real. And because they are not real, If you are not careful they will make you so they will make you as one of them don't be one if you have only one shirt wait don't stay with people that will destroy your destiny because of this thing eh, a lot of lives have been corrupted People are now robbing people. People are now fornicating. People are now sleeping with people's husband, people's wife. People are now doing all kinds of things to rob people just to keep in shape a certain kind of lifestyle. If you have only one false bag as a woman, keep it neat and keep it clean. Send it to church, send it to wherever you will go. You owe no man anything. I say, oh, no man, anything except love. What to owe everybody is love. Yes. Avoid fake life. Avoid people who fake everything. A counterfeit life. Because such life can bring you to a place of distraction. Some some people have become arm robbers because of these things. Some people have deviated from the faith because of these things. Even some men of God, they are keeping certain standard and they call it packaging. But you see, you don't package wrong content because in the future it will be exposed. You package what is nice. You package good content. Because definitely people open it and they will see what is inside. Your content must be good to be packaged. Your content must be excellent to be packaged. If you package garbage, 
People will cut you like cabbage. You know how we cut cabbage? Yes. Many people in ministry have failed. And the reason why they have failed is because they are living a fake lifestyle. You will be ashamed one day. Be real. And the Lord will help you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Somebody shout glory. Thank you, Father. Now take your mantles. Are you blessed today? Amen. I'm a Julia. Amen, Juan. Take your mantles. Tomorrow morning is our Rafa service. And the evening is our prophetic service. Come with a bottle of oil. Amen, Granny. Okay, take your mantles. Amen. Isaac Boatin. Amen. Zway. Hey, Zway. Who is away? Is it my own daughter? Is it Louisa? Or who? 
Janet, oh, okay. My daughter Janet. Okay, pick it up. Pick your mantles. Thank you, Father. My God. I decree by the mandate of heaven. If handkerchief and aprons were taken even from the apostles and sick people were healed and people were delivered, demons begin to run from people because of mantles. If mantles can fall on men and men can take over the mandate that their fathers were running with, the authority that the patriarch were running with, I decree today in the name of Jesus that these mantles are filled with the power of God. My God, these mantles are filled with the power of God. These mantles are filled with the power of God. These mantles are filled with the power of God. These mantles are filled with the power of God. In the name of Jesus. Dismantles Akabod 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 in the name of Jesus. I decree anybody you touch with this mantle, any part of your body you touch with this mantle, anything you touch this mantle with shall receive a mega testimony in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If my God is God, of which I know he is, from today, you carry a substance of fire, a substance of deliverance, a substance of salvation, a substance of wealth. In the name of Jesus, this mantle will cause people to prosper and be in health. In the name of Jesus, I bless this mantle. You shall have deeper encounters. Your eyes will see. Your ears will hear by this mantle. 
in the name of Jesus. The dead will come back to life. The sick will be healed. This mantle is impacted with divine abilities. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Now put the mantle on your head and pray for not less than five minutes. The Lord bless you. You will meet God willing for a rough 7, 6 a.m. God willing, join early and join with Oyo at 5 p.m. for the prophetic encounter. Until we meet again, I'm Prolific George Markego. Bye-bye.